Welcome to Airbnb with D. This is your host, Devana, and today's episode is all about timeshares. By the end of this episode, you will have felt empowered enough to rent your timeshare and make money so that you feel proud of the purchase that you've already made, or maybe even lean towards the purchase that you were considering. So stay tuned as we dive into how you can list your timeshares on Airbnb for maximum profit. Okay, so the first thing I want to say diving in to the timeshare strategy is to plan ahead. This is not the same type of strategy where we just, you know, get an apartment or we do rental arbitrage, we furnish it and, you know, we list it for all available dates. Typically timeshares are just that, vacation rentals in which you will be sharing time with possibly other people, right? It's like a hotel or a resort. So for those of you that already have timeshares, this is a great opportunity for you to actually list it on Airbnb for profit. There are only about maybe one or two timeshares that are against Airbnb, but for the most part, most resorts, most timeshares do allow you to list your space. And if you can think about it in this aspect, it's the same concept as if you or a family member had a timeshare and you were to give that space to someone else or that time frame. All that would happen during the check-in process is that that guest, whomever you list down, will present their ID and their credit card at check-in. And that's, of course, for any incidentals or damages, the same way like a hotel does. And then they'll give that right back to them. Now, a lot of the times the timeshares and the resorts have resort fees. And sometimes you can just factor that into the price on your listing. I've seen um, some people just leave a note saying, hey, once you arrive, you will be charged, you know, the 50 to the $100 resort fee on that card you give. Or I've seen people factor it into their Airbnb listing price and just simply pay that price out for the guest. So whichever you choose to do is completely on you. But I guess I do want to give a disclaimer. Um, like anything, you have to follow the best method for you. Not just something that sounds easy or feels easy, but ultimately the best thing for you. Because again, with timeshares, we are not working with open calendar dates. And those of you that are even a little fearful of getting into the Airbnb of friendly apartments due to the part-time restrictions, that's the same thing that this is too. But the thing is, there is a success strategy when you plan ahead. And this is me just giving you a basic example. If you think about any upcoming events, and if they are near your timeshare, this is the time where you can profit big from a strategy like that. We typically use fixed dates when we're listing on Airbnb just because it is so inefficient to me, and I've tried this, to have your timeshare listed. And of course, you know, those of you that are familiar with timeshares, if you are not familiar with timeshares, that's something I'm gonna tell you to get into. Um, because I can help you with the Airbnb side, but at some point we need to be doing our research, right? And seeing which method works for us. So when it comes to just listing it openly on Airbnb, the thing that sucks about that is a guest could request the date, like you would turn instant book off, but a guest could request the date that you just don't have available. And it was so much more of a hassle for me like that. So one I will tell you is this, you don't need four, five, or 50 timeshares 
but you do need a timeshare with a good company. So I'll drop one as an example, and you can verify this on Airbnb.com. If you go to Google.com and you search Wyndham Airbnb, Wyndham by Worldmark or Worldmark by Wyndham is one of the biggest timeshare chains that will allow you to Airbnb your units as well with no hassle. So even again, if you go to Google and you put in Wyndham Airbnb, you'll see a bunch of profiles from hosts, a lot of super hosts that are listed showing you basically, hey, this is my listing here at this particular resort or timeshare um, you know, resort. So that is your opportunity to see, hey, it works, and maybe even do a little research to see what locations you may want to have your own timeshare at or what companies. Now, the strategy is this, because of course, you know, this episode is not just to get you inspired to go get a timeshare. It's to get you to understand that even this method, there is a strategy for this. So, you know, we have a strategy for everything, right? Rental arbitrage is a strategy. Corporate leasing is a strategy. Um, You know, long-term stays are a strategy. Mid-term stays are a strategy. Strategy is what helps make you money. Every time I'm talking to someone in the consultation, I remind them that the venture that we are in and some of you are entering in is not a new venture. So this is where we have to get excited, right? You're not trying to walk on Jupiter. I couldn't even say the moon or Mars or anything like that because we have people that tried. You're not walking on Jupiter by starting a short-term rental company. You are walking on Earth by starting a short-term rental company. The strategies that you use while you're running your short-term rental company is what is going to make the difference. So speaking about today's timeshare strategy, this is one huge strategy that works good for me. And of course, if you are going with a timeshare company that has multiple properties worldwide, then you know you will be given a certain week or base or dates with your own home base, your own home vacation rental. You'll have that slot and then you can lease that out. But then as you acquire points or as you even purchase other dates at other facilities, these will still be discounted for you that you can list for other people. So today's episode is going to be centered around the big money makers when it comes to timeshares. And I'm gonna give you some steps that you should follow when you are looking for, um, or looking how to list, I should say. So supply and demand is something that we have to remember. Again, you are not making the short-term rental industry, and you're also not the reason why people are traveling to a place. Unless it's your wedding, your birthday or whatever, you aren't the reason why your airport is busy, but you can certainly profit off whatever events that they have going on in that city of your timeshare. So when we pick big events to think about, like Coachella, Lollapalooza, and we look at what events are happening worldwide, you can even use a reverse strategy for those of you that are current timeshare holders and maybe just didn't realize how much you are sitting on, take a look at some of the big events that are going on in your area that are happening whether you like it or not. Of course, we mix it with strategies like when we're listing our timeshare week, we're going to include these big events in our title. But the way that we search the events is we're going to start either with an address or an event. 
So you can either start by looking on, um, like, you know, resorts, Airbnb, Wyndham, Airbnb, and looking at the different resorts people have listed just to see, okay, well, hey, this is somewhere I want to be. If you have that, then you start there. If you are someone that just has the timeshare, you don't have anything in mind, this is the first time you're actually putting a plan of action in place to make money from it, then in this case, you would start with a big event. So again, just to give you an example of the type of big I'm talking about, right? Coachella. Let's just think about the Coachella event and how much it brought in in revenue and basically anyone who had a space at that time to be rented out probably made a lot of money from it. This was a festival that went on from April 14th to April 23rd and had a capacity of about 125,000 guests. So this is how we stay successful, right? We look for events like that. Then once we use our either our resorts address or our big event, we're going to use Google Maps because we need to know the distance from our resort to the nearby venues. If there are any extra events, you know how like when there's a big event going on for a week or a weekend, they will have a main stage event, but then other restaurants or bars may have their spinoff events or maybe host something from the event. Don't be afraid to go to those places too. If you're looking at something within three to five miles or less, you found a winner, okay? So then what we're gonna do is we're gonna check our venue's calendar of events. We do another Google search just to find the calendar events at the venue near our resort. Whatever resort you choose, we want to see what people are already planning on doing in that area. We really like to see attendance of 30 to 40,000 plus, just like I named the Coachella event that had a capacity for 125,000 people. So if you're the bigger the event, the bigger the odds that you'll get booked as soon as you list. The smaller the event, the more work you have to do. You still get bookings, but it's just a little bit more work, if, if that makes sense, right? So then next, we have to check our timeshares availability. When we have big events happening near our resort, the next thing that we have to note are the dates that the event is happening. So sort of like Coachella was April 14th, we need to know how long that's happening and then check that full availability date span um, in our timeshares calendar. After we have found a date that matches the event, an event that's at least over 30,000 in attendance, we can go ahead and lock in the reservation. We can reserve it. Now remember, as a timeshare holder, you have the ability to reserve wherever you want to reserve. And if you personally even want to take those vacations for yourself, you can. But don't forget, every time, even when you come yourself, you'll present your credit card and your ID. So this is not a foreign concept to people that rent. And it's certainly not a foreign concept to people that rent on resorts. A lot of the times people are going to be choosing your space for the pricing, not just for the exclusivity, because there are many units listed all over Airbnb. The way is in how you advertise yours and the pricing that you have it listed for. So yes, while this is a resort, it's going to come standard with its own furniture. 
So this is a great thing. You're not having to furnish these things. You're also not having to clean these places because they have their own maid staff. So you're really able to maybe even offer more amenities, things that I've done that's been successful. I don't know if you guys remember, and I don't even know if they still do this, but years ago, I'm from Chicago. And so me and my family used to go to Wisconsin Dales. It's like Wisconsin is this whole town with water parks. It's just a tourist place, right? And no matter what resort you stayed at, this was years ago, no matter what resort, you were always given a book of coupons as well as free gifts. So we thank God that we're living in 2023, the digital age, where you don't have to necessarily give a physical book. Things can come in the form of gift cards. It can come in the form of e-credits. So even if you're listing, of course, you're using the photos that they have already, but even if you're including gift cards or um, tickets to the attraction nearby, this is one thing I've tried and it was so expensive and I do want to duplicate this again, but so I'm giving it to you guys. It's actually including an event ticket with the stay. I was so nervous to try that, but it worked out so successful because if you can think about ticket resellers, all they do is as soon as they find out a major event is going to be listed, and there are companies that do this too, by the way, as soon as they find out a major concert is going to be listed, they will set their times almost like a day trader for the times that those tickets go on sale. And they will buy those tickets at that price and double and then triple and then whatever. And because naturally the tickets also go up as it gets closer to the event. So it's not like they're um, you know, doing anything other than arbitrage. That's what we do. So if you can think about arbitrage in the sense that we do it, also apply that to ticket sales. I mean, guys, I've even talked about in our previous episode, flipping storage units. So these are things that you can do. We're not talking about storage now, but to make your listing more attractive in the timeshare, because again, people are coming for the pricing, they're coming for your listing, um, and those are the things that are going to make them book with you over another post. So once you follow this strategy and you also, another thing is I want to um, let you know, if you have your current terms of agreement, your contract with your current timeshare uh, provider, and you just want to know if Airbnb is listed in that in any way or prohibited, one of my favorite websites that I use to analyze documents, there's two things you can do. You can get a subscription to Rocket Lawyer for $14.99 a month and upload your contract, have them review it, and you know give you a document stating that there is nothing against Airbnb. And you can even use that if you have to in the future. Or you can go to chatdoc.com and upload your current terms and agreement, your current contract, and search for the words Airbnb or short-term rental or re-renting. There are a few other things that we always have to um, look out for when we are re-renting timeshares, especially when it's not under the host's name, like guest certificate fees. Sometimes there may be an extra fee with certain resorts for a guest using it over you. These are things that you need to know so that you can price accordingly. When you price accordingly, mix that with your fixed date strategy and mix that with your event strategy, then you could be someone that is making as much money as someone that has their Airbnb open year round by just focusing on those major events in those major places.
I meant for this to be something short and sweet, and I'm so happy that it is. We will be having a follow-up episode for this, going more in detail about the different timeshare resorts. If you are already a member of the Airbnb with D Facebook group, then you are in luck because in the group, we already have the best websites to even buy your timeshares from on a resale um, because a lot of the times people exit these timeshare contracts, they look to sell it without knowing the power that they have. So there's a possibility that you can get one on a discount instead of having to go in and get everything 100% yourself if you don't have one. And if you do already have one, again, ChatDoc is going to be your best friend to first verify that your contract does not have any um, requirements or limitations as it comes to renting out to other guests. And as soon as we got that information, we are good to go. No furnishing, no cleaning fee, just a strategy to get you going. Thank you so much for joining me. If you have not already joined the Airbnb with the Facebook group, I do not know what you are waiting on. Please head to Facebook, okay? And I want you to search. This is going to bring you right to the group. And there's some instructions, but Airbnb with D, group coaching and mentorship, okay? So as soon as you search that, I want you to add that page so that you're getting all of the links that you need to become successful in this industry. Please also don't forget the Airbnb pre-launch planner is available. The digital copy is available for only $10. Inside, it gives you steps on how to start, whether you're doing Airbnb friendly, corporate leasing, um, or just simple rental arbitrage by private owner. These things are going to help you decide what you should do first, the best steps you should take, And ultimately, it will also help you decide if you should be opening office spaces, creative and co-working spaces, rather than simple Airbnbs. So I look forward to working with you all in the future. And I look forward to those of you that are getting the pre-launch planner. Please drop a comment either on the Instagram. Um, Facebook access actually comes free with those who get the pre-launch planner. So as soon as you get that, put your order number in, add the group so that I can go ahead and get all of the information that you need to just succeed. I want to see you thrive in this industry. And more importantly, I want to know that everyone's families can feel safe knowing that their mothers, their fathers, their aunts or their uncles have started businesses that agree with them. So I look forward to talking to you all in the next episode. Okay, so I am adding this one in here, uh, this excerpt of an episode, because I did forget to mention there was someone that asked me what happens if the guest cancels, right? Because we are completely relying on the money that they're paying us out during that booking to actually cover our costs when we are renting our you know, timeshares for ourselves. If we are outside of the dates that we've already selected for our vacation rental resort, or we're going to another resort, we wanna make sure that we actually don't use the points for no reason, right? Well, this is where we're protected on two ends. So for one, The timeshare company has its own cancellation policy. So I know for 
mine, for example, we do have two weeks from the date that we make the reservation to make any alterations or adjustments. So that doesn't give you much time if, for example, you're scouting an event for the next year. So let's say we're in 2023 now, and let's say you're like, listen, 2024, Coachella, Lollapalooza, that money is mine. Well, the thing is, that doesn't really help you in things like that. But on Airbnb's side, this is where I typically have a moderate to non-refundable cancellation policy on my normal units. But when it comes to our timeshares, our resorts, we need that money in our hands, whether that guest comes or not. This is where you're going to see me have a firm or a strict cancellation policy where it does allow if the guest is canceling right as they make the reservation a few days from when they make it at least 30 days before their reservation it helps us because we're able to keep 100 percent of the funds if they do not cancel within the allotted grace period okay so when you get to the firm and the strict cancellation policies sometimes that percentage does change but for the most part you are getting reimbursed for that not to mention your Airbnb calendar will open right back up. So the same listing techniques that you use, the same picture theory, the buyer psychology used, you will now be able to reuse that and hook another fish just like you got. So we are covered on both sides. I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that for you guys. If they cancel too early, good. You would fall into your timeshares cancellation policy. And if they cancel too late, you'll still get that money from Airbnb and then be able to relist. I hope that helps.